Welcome back to the Jordan Syatt Mini Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. In this episode, I speak with Inner Circle member Daniel, who's a very kind and smart young man from New Zealand who's been struggling with his relationship with food and a lot of obsessive and meticulous calorie counting. So we discuss some strategies he can use to develop a better relationship with food so he can enjoy his food without meticulously tracking every single calorie. I hope you enjoy the episode. And just as a quick reminder, literally hundreds of home and body weight workouts are in the inner circle. If you're quarantined and don't have much access to a lot or any equipment, the inner circle might be a really good fit for you. You can join at www.sfinnercircle.com. Enjoy the episode. Dude, how are you, man? I'm very well, considering. Very well. Yeah. <laughs> where, where are you based? Uh, so New Zealand, right at the bottom. Got it. And uh, are you quarantined right now? Yeah, we're in full lockdown. Um, wow. Our whole country. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, like um, we're only allowed out to like walk or run at the moment. Um, and we've only got – it's a pretty interesting situation just compared to what other countries are doing because um, we've only got – it's like 600 cases and one death and we're in full lockdown already. So, yeah, it, it sounds like they're trying to get ahead of it. They're trying yeah, to, they are. like, yeah, because, uh, you know, I live in New York and it's, it, I mean, I'm in Boston right now. I, I left New York, but like, it's craziness, man. It's just an absolute mess. And yeah, it's, I... it's not even, it's not even close to how bad it's going to get. So I think, um, I think it can sort of be like, why in the hell are we all in lockdown when there hasn't even been that many cases? But it's, I think it's the smartest move just to try and get this thing as under control as possible. Oh, yeah. No, I fully like, agree completely. I mean, I've been seeing what's happening in the States on the news and don't want that here. That's for sure. That's, <laughs> that's pretty horrible. But, yeah, I'm lucky. I've got a science background, so I understand more than most about what they're doing and why they're doing it. So, yeah. Um, I'm pretty pretty happy with the call to lock it down. Got it, so. got it. Well, uh, listen, man, I want to first and foremost thank you for, for coming on and, and speaking with me. I, I appreciate it a lot. Um, and, and I don't want to put any words in your mouth or, or misquote you. So basically I want you to ask any questions that you have. I know you asked one in the, in the inner circle, mm -hmm. but um, – whatever you want to discuss like you bring it up and we'll talk about it and we'll just sort of we'll just have a good discussion cool sounds good um so should i give you some background sort of on what's been yeah absolutely please so um i'd say for i actually wrote some notes because i um i'm very good at like kind of having they're not mood swings but in the morning, I tend to be very like, right, I'm going to sort this out. And then in the afternoon, I'm kind of like, it's not willpower that's dissipated, but it's kind of gone away. And I go back to, I like change my mind on like what, what plan I'd set myself or whatever, something like that. So I wrote some things down last night when I was in that mindset of like, right, I want to fix it um, so that I couldn't <clears throat> come on here this morning and have the mindset of, right, I'm going to go back into those old ways. <clears throat> so um, so I would say for the past two, two and a half years, I've probably been in a perpetual state of like caloric restriction, um, which is definitely having 
I'm now starting to realize it's had a, a negative impact on like the people I care about. Um, and it pretty much all stemmed from me wanting to get lean. Um, as always, like I'm a, without blowing my own trumpet, I'm a, I'm super fit. So like I'm a marathon, ultra marathon. Um, wow. Got it. Okay. You know, like done CrossFit, did CrossFit for a while, like grew up super sporty. Um, so I've always been super, super, super fit, but I never had the, the body that someone super fit should look like, if you know what I mean. Or like what the perceived body is. I've always I've always carried a lot of fat on my stomach. Like it's never it. been big, but I've never been like cut or anything like that. Um, which I know a lot of people that were and didn't work for you know, didn't work for it, the classic the classic thingy. And then I just went through just early twenties, um, so I'm twenty four now, so about twenty one, twenty two, I was like, right. Let's get that body. Um, and ever since then, I've kind of been chasing it. And I don't really know who I was chasing it for, to be honest. Um, but well, it led that's me... actually an interesting point, just to stop you right there. Like, who do you think you were chasing it for and why? I think it's actually a really great stopping point just based on what you just said. Yeah, I think I, think I wanted to – I felt like I had a point to prove. I, I'm, I'm super, like, I'm a highly, highly disciplined person, which is why I'm, I'm actually really good at being, like, strict on food, like, bodybuilding would be the worst sport in the world for me, because I'd be so good at it, um, <laughs> that I'd probably alienate, like, absolutely everyone around me, like, not to say that, like, I'd have the best physique, but, like, my, my discipline levels would be phenomenally good for it, um, so whatever I do, I actually stick to normally, like bang on, um, which is possibly a fault in its own. Um, I'm not very lenient, but um, I think so. Like within my circles, I I was always told like, oh, um, they'd see how disciplined I was and how fit I was, and that like, oh, I wish I could be, you know, as disciplined as you. And over time. I got a lot of comments like that. And I think over time I felt like I had to be that person for everyone else. Um, that makes total sense. You know, like I felt like that had become my identity and that if I, um, yeah, if I started doing something else or, or went back to being a normal person who's not training two or three hours a day, um, you know, that I'd lose my identity. Um, and like I, the thing about the training is training is never a chore for me. Like I love training. I'll happily go run three, four hours. Um, and that's, that's my happy place. It's just, it's just been everything that sort of comes alongside that. Um, which has now become the issue. So yeah, I just think I had a point to prove to people who probably thought that they were actually like complimenting me, but, well, and they were, I suppose, but they were also, over time, it become more of a harm. And um, sort of the, the way I'm thinking about it right now is sort of like the kids who might have been really smart 
in a, in in grade school growing up, and mm-hmm. everyone is always telling them, "You're so smart! You're so smart! You're so smart! Oh my God! You're so so." That's like their identity, right? Like yeah. now they feel like they have to get the best grades ever, and if they don't get a great SAT scores, they don't get into a great college, then like their identity sort of crumbles, and uh-huh. oftentimes from what I've actually seen growing up, a lot of the people who are just told that from getting really good grades, they, they sort of just assume they're going to be like the very quote unquote successful, maybe get a high level job, make a lot of money. And when things aren't going that way, it's sort of their whole identity crumbles because every they've always been told, you're so smart, you're so smart, you're so smart. And if that doesn't carry over in real life, then it, it sort of just is a huge dagger right in the heart of their identity. Uh, that's sort of the comparison I'm making where it's yeah. like people have always been telling you, you're so bliss- disciplined, you're so dedicated, all this stuff. And so then it sort of has perpetuated within you an insecurity of ever not being that way. Is that right? Yeah, that's that's a really, really good way of putting it. Absolutely. It's definitely an insecurity for sure. <clears throat> um, Got it. Okay. Yes, we'll keep going. And then, um, so yeah, two and a half years, I suppose. Um, and I mean, I, I have got lean in the past. Um, and, you know, I... It's weird. Like, when I'm there, I'm like, oh, I don't actually care about this anymore. And then I come out of it and then because I've always been in some form of restriction, you kind of overindulge slightly and then you go back to probably taking it slightly too far. So then you go back into the, you know, just the cycling, um, you know, getting down lean and then bringing it back too far and then doing it all over again, just that perpetuating cycle. Um, And then, so yeah, that's been going on for sort of say two and a yeah, two and a half years. Um, but it's also led me to, like, I love food, obviously, as most people do, but I, with the, like, calorie counting and stuff now, I can't help but, even when I'm not counting, I know what I'm putting in, in terms of a number. Yeah. Um, and I've just realized I can't actually view food without counting. And that's... Um, not saying I'm bang on accurate, but it's just the actual act that my brain, that's one of the first things it does when it sees a plate. It's not like, oh, that looks amazing. That's like, how many how many calories is on this plate right now? Yeah, and it's then, like immediate automatic, like numbers uh, going in your head yeah. and then like planning, yeah. like, okay, so if I have this now, what's going on the rest of the day type thing? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yep. And, and I just want to get to a place where... Um, where I consume my food and my food doesn't consume me, if that makes sense. That makes perfect sense, and I think it's a a very, a very, we'll call it, it's a perfect way of putting it. I think it's yeah. a very insightful, very, it's a very visual and almost like a visceral way of putting it. Um, yeah, I, I love that. So talk to me, what is your... Is that your main fit, main goal right now overall to be able to have a better relationship with food? Is that like number one? That's it. That's it. I, I've in the past sort of couple of weeks, I've, I've really, I don't care how it, I've really been working on myself since lockdown. Um, it was a good opportunity to like get in, inside my own head, and I'm normally really good at that because that's what I do when I go out for a run for a few hours. Um, but this time I sort of went to the dark places that I probably hadn't wanted to confront before. Um, and then had some serious conversations with my partner, who it's definitely affecting, um, and my parents. 
Um, and yeah, I just realized that I wasn't doing it for, for me and that I was just giving up so much happiness to actually do it. The end goal is not worth what the happiness that I was actually sacrificing. Um, so right now, and I've, I've been like this for a couple of weeks, and this is what I mean by, like, in the past, I've gone, right, let's not care about this anymore, but, like, I'll wake up the next day, and I'm like, right, let's get back on the horse. But that hasn't happened for a couple of weeks now, which is really exciting. I've, this is definitely, That's amazing, and that's huge here, congrats. Yeah, that's here to stay, so I'm super stoked about that because, as my partner will, will testify to, I'll be like, right, now, nah, I'm going to fix this, and I might have one night where, you know, I eat quote-unquote normal, um, and then, but then I wake up in the morning and I'd be like, right, no, I'm, I've created this plan and then I'm going to do this. Um, but yeah, that hasn't happened. So my whole goal now is just to eat normally and not, um, yeah, not, I'm not phased about gaining weight probably for the first time ever. I mean, obviously I don't want to gain <laughs> unreasonable amounts of weight, but I know that it's going to go up slightly. Yep. Um, that's just, that's the way it is. And I was someone who weighed myself every day. Last couple of weeks, I think I've only stepped on it once. And I was up by like, I think it was just over a kilo. And I just did not care. Genuinely, I just did not care at all. I was like, oh, oh well. Just, just <laughs> That's the number. amazing. You know, after caring for so long, um, every day, like, oh, if I ate something at night, I'd, you know, I'd think about how that impacts the scale. And that's... There's no way to live. So, um, yeah, so as of right now, yeah, 100%, I just want to get this relationship better with food. Um, and then, so, like, one side of it's definitely that fat loss side, and then the other bit's that binging side. And I thought I'd struggle with binge eating, but I don't think I actually do. I think I just struggle from, like, overeating. <clears throat> Okay. Because That's my binge isn't. I've I've been like like listening to accounts and other podcasts that you've done, and my binging isn't really binging, on like a disordered level. I don't believe like I'd be lucky to put in another six or seven hundred calories, in a, what okay, I so would call not, a binge. But in my head, that is, and that's also it. an issue if you know what I mean. So like to me it is, but in reality it's probably not. That, that makes total sense. And, and I actually, it's a very important distinction to make. And I love that you made that distinction. It's to you in your head, the extra six to 170 calories is a big, big deal. Mm. But it's not like, a, it's not to the point where you're putting down two to 4,000 calories, like relatively no. easy. Like you have enough self-control to stop it after <laughs> like six to 700. Yeah. Yeah, but I still have all those same feelings that everyone talks about. You know, your, the compulsiveness, the, um, you know, you're eating and you simultaneously hate yourself, but you'll still go back. Um, Let yeah. me ask you this. Is is uh, some of the running, like the very long distance running, is some of that done as a way to, quote unquote, make up for eating more than you, quote unquote, should have? Not running. Never done it with running. Um, done it with CrossFit workouts for sure so Got i'll go it. and run um so i just love training like absolutely adore training and 
somewhere along the line for me, it definitely become about um, like I go running never has for me become about the calories burn. That's that's just me training for a goal. Like right now, I'm trying to break the three hour barrier in the marathon. Um, but I'll go and run two hours in the morning, say, and then I would destroy myself in the afternoon, like doing some CrossFit workout. Um, and, and my, my sole purpose for that, to be honest, is just to burn calories. It's not. Got it. Like I, okay. I do and like it, it. I do like what I'm doing, but I'm not doing it because I'm like, oh, this is, this is nice. Go have fun. Just, <laughs> you know, go jump in the home gym and, and do some, you know, just have a play. It's like, I'm going to destroy myself and try and burn as many calories as I can. And it, um, is that, is that burning as many calories as you can? Is that to potentially offset any eating later in the day? Absolutely. hundred percent. Um, yeah, just in my head, I can eat more, which is crazy because I have to eat a lot of food anyway, just because of my running. Um, so it's, yeah, it's, it's a weird one. I'll never do it with running because running is like my ultimate love. Um, but yeah, definitely do it with other things and core workouts. Another one, like I'll just go, I'll work my core solely like when I'm trying to get lean, like I have a very strong core. <clears throat> um, but <clears throat> I'll throw an extra core work. And I know from my scientific background as well that it's just a body fat percentage thing. It's got nothing to do with the strength of your core, but I'll still do it anyway. <clears throat> um, so just weird little things like that in terms of the exercise. So, I mean, it makes, just so you know, these are not things that I've never heard before. And I have a feeling like many, 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 many people relate to this and are like going to nod their head being like, yep, like I, I, I do that yeah. too. So like, this is very, very, very common. Um, oh, so, what so I sorry, would, can I just, so that yeah, alongside, please, please. The, alongside the running, the only, so I do jujitsu as well. Sorry. Oh, nice. It's awesome, man. really croaky voice. <clears throat> Yeah, so I do jiu-jitsu as well. Um, so running and jiu-jitsu at the moment be the only two that I don't think about um, doing it for anything other than enjoyment. It seems like um, running and jiu-jitsu, your main focus is your performance, actually improving mm -hmm. within the sport, yep. whereas core workouts and the CrossFit workouts are often done specifically to offset any extra yep. eating. And I think that's also because, like, I do run it, you know, like, I enter marathons, obviously, jujitsu, you know, it's measurable progress constantly, but <laughs> I, used to, I, I used to actually, um, like, do CrossFit. I actually used to have a, have a gym. Um, but now that I do my CrossFit workouts at home, there's no, like, real purpose behind them. I don't have, like... I'm not actually competing in CrossFit, so that's probably why I don't focus on the performance aspect of that, because I don't need to perform in CrossFit anymore. So yep. um, that's definitely where that comparison comes from, for sure. You know, so I mean, just briefly going back to the binge eating versus overeating, it's an important discussion because... 
I think right now, even though you might be able to stop yourself at six to 700 calories, I do still think what you said about you still having the same emotions and, and impulsive feelings, uh, and then also combining that with doing the extra CrossFit workouts or core workouts specifically to offset any extra food, I actually do think that does fall more in line with struggling with binge eating. Right. And I think it's it's important to just to have that clarified only because it's um, it's an important distinction to make between people who consistently overeat without much thought to it, without yep. much like there's a difference between like, oh, just like sort of casually overeating, just eating too much versus <laughs> exercising deliberately to try and burn more calories so it can yep. almost justify eating more than you should compulsively. Um so with that being said, I, I do want to say this, man. I'm very, very impressed with how you, you are at a point in which you are ready to make a change. And just from how you said over the last few weeks, it's been very different. You've stepped on the scale yeah. one time. You didn't mind that it went up. Like, And correct me if I'm wrong. It, it sounds like you, you are so strict and so demanding on your body and mind that – you just have got to a point where you're like, enough is enough. Like I can't do this anymore. Mm-hmm. That's, that's exactly what's happened. And, um, I also haven't what I would call a binge in a week and a half now comfortably. Um, just on top of that, ever since I've switched into this mindset, like the first night I went, I went to town a little bit just cause I was like, <clears> Oh, <throat> the, the whole pantry's available type thing. Um, but I kind of, I feel like I'm already through that side, you know, like I'm, I'm just like, I, I actually tried to do like since last, the last week and a half, I was trying to do your three meals, two snacks, um, idea, but how'd it go? Oh, it went really well. Um, except I just ate when I got hungry as well. Um, because I've, I've had I've lived by some rule for so long that I just don't want to live with a rule anymore. And something else that I should have actually mentioned was, so uh, probably for the last year and a half, I've had like issues with how my body processes food. So we thought that, well, the doctors thought that I was celiac and then I went off gluten and then tested negative twice, but my mum's a celiac and I've just been diagnosed with IBS. Um, so I've always also had those underlying, like I've had to restrict some aspect of food as well at the same time. Yep. I should have mentioned that at the start. And that's, that's actually something my partner sort of highlighted to me at the start that could have also like helped perpetuate all these rules um, was the fact that there were certain foods that I was constantly having to cut out to like work out what was wrong. Um, and giving up gluten was, that was awful. Um, missing out on quite a lot of things that I actually enjoy eating. But I can eat gluten again, and I'm on pills that have sort of stopped the IBS symptoms, and I can I, – there's nothing I've eaten now that's making me feel sick anymore, so that's that's fantastic. But <laughs> to link that back into the, the three meals, two snacks, it was working, and then it was working really well. And then after, say, five or six days, I was like – I think I can do this to the point where 
I will just eat when I feel hungry. And that's what I've done for the past week. And I definitely, I mean, I've, I've overeaten at dinner when it's a really nice dinner or something, you know, just as everyone does and we're all locked down and people are baking and et cetera, et cetera. But I'm not, I don't get to a like, night anymore and go like, right, what can I have? And then just eat constantly for an hour, um, which, is, which is great. That's so, huge. That's so, incredible. Yeah. So the three meals, two snacks, sort of. Yeah, I, I dabbled in it, and um, and then I was like, no, I just I just want to see if I can do it without rules completely. I'm I'm done with rules, and I'm done with any form of restriction. And for the past week, it's worked. It's worked an absolute treat. Um, I'm just in my head. I'm just making sure, being very proactive, that I just don't slip into some bad habits. Um, so like, I thought I was being a bit short on protein a couple of days ago, and then I downloaded my fitness pal again and worked in all my calories and yeah, I was a bit down, but I left the app on my phone and I found myself the next day putting all my food into it mm-hmm. and I was like, nope. And I deleted it straight away. Um, dude, well done. Yeah. So it's just, I'm becoming a lot more self-aware is what I would say. So like in between very me aware actually. And, and very disciplined. And, yeah. and, you know, you are very disciplined and that's something that you spoke about, but very disciplined in specifically in regard to doing what is difficult because it, this is a, a very important distinction and discussion to have. I have a feeling and tell me if I'm wrong that for you, counting calories would probably be the easier choice. It would be more comfortable oh, for you. hundred percent. Because if I put anything I'd consider bad into my mouth, if it hits, if it fits the number, I'm I'm happy. I'm laughing. So. Yeah, exactly. So so for you, when I mean, it's so funny when when people would call you disciplined for all your workouts and everything. It's it the the funny thing is for them they might have viewed it as discipline because. It, for them, it's very hard to work out very consistently. For you, I bet it would be very hard to not work out consistently. Yeah, it's funny you say that. I'm actually taking – this is meant to be a first day of like a light, just like a recovery week. So I ha- I normally run at like 5.30 in the morning, um, and I haven't this morning because I'm just going to see how the body feels, and I might go for a light 5K um, tonight, and it's hard. Like it's, it's morning one, and I'm already missing it. It's, <laughs> it's like so- anyone that knows me, if I miss – a couple of days of training like i'm a horrible person to be around i'm just like a, a like too hypo too just too much energy need to be need to be run and so, maybe even like a little bit cranky and, and upset yeah. because oh you, for sure yeah so yeah, yeah. what's interesting is what's what would really be disciplined for you is to not plug in your calories what would really be mm-hmm. disciplined would be taking a rest like you're doing and it's interesting because i think other people look at what you do it working out like crazy and and plugging in your calories and like wow you're so disciplined but it's actually it's very difficult for you not to do that because it's become so ingrained within you and there's maybe fear associated with not doing it Mm -hmm. so the fact that you just deleted my fitness pal immediately i'm assuming that was the harder decision but you still made it yeah it was very uncomfortable 
Um, that's a re- very interesting way of, of thinking about how people view my discipline. Actually, I hadn't thought about it like that. Um, yeah, deleting it was was a super uncomfortable decision that I made because in my head I'm losing that control. Yep. Um, even though I can roughly count, something about seeing it on the screen that you just like bang. Um, just that reassurance, I suppose. Um, and I yeah, just got rid of it. Oh, I didn't feel great about it. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> after say half an hour, I kind of I'd moved on. I'd got no room. And and looking back now, you can say it and be proud that you did it versus had you kept it it would have been like the easier more impulsive decision at the time and it might have made you feel comfort short term but long term you'd be like yeah i still know i got to get rid of this yeah yeah absolutely like it wouldn't have keeping it wouldn't have solved the problem but it would have just cracked it just creates a new one even if i got over the binge eating so I, i still somehow have to stop thinking about counting or you know, just just keeps a little part of the problem alive. Um, so talk to me. What is there anything that I can can help you with? Or is there anything? Cause it, I'll be very frank. It sounds like you're doing tremendous, and I want you to know how proud and impressed of you, impressed mm-hmm. with you I am. Um, if I can say anything, just right off the bat, it's I think you're doing incredibly well, and there's zero doubt in my mind that you're going to get to a point where you don't think about it, where it's sort of you can eat and enjoy food with a very healthy mindset and relationship with it. Is there anything that I can help you with specifically? Um, that was funny. I was actually sitting there last night going, I've come such a long way in the part like since we sorted, like scheduled this podcast that, um, I sort of, I've kind of worked it out in my own head, um, which is, yeah, which is great. And, but I was just like, oh, don't really have anything to actually, it's more a podcast now about how I've actually done it myself as opposed to crying out for help like it was probably a week ago, um, which is great. Um, <laughs> just, do in, in the terms of like, stop, stop viewing food as calories, do you think that's just a time thing? Or is there any actual, are there any strategies around that? I mean, I can't, I, I haven't been able to think of any personally, but do you think that's just going to be something that comes with consistently putting in place what I have over time and those tendencies will just disappear? You know, it's a, it's a wonderful question. And I think, I, I'm, I'm seriously very impressed with you with what you've already done because for example had you not done it already i would have said taking a calorie counting app off of your phone would be step number one so that would be a strategy to do you've already Mm -hmm. done that and you already know in your gut that that was the right move and now you're doing it even though it's the harder decision that the the disciplined action is making that harder decision. The easier action would be to, to succumb to that impulsive desire. Um, so from this point forward, I think just doing exactly what you're doing, I would say listening to your gut as what's telling you, it's so interesting. Most people that I talk to inner circle members, clients, whatever people on Instagram, they almost always know the answer. 
oftentimes mm. they just need they, they like to have a little bit of number one um clarification if they need it and number two to have just the support in someone reaffirming that what they're saying is correct yeah that's exactly what's happened like just from talking to you now i'm very sure that what i the what i've already done just by use sort of pointing out from a different perspective how good it actually is um has given me lots of hope and, oh, and reassurance man. I, that i'm so impressed with you because just to get where you are it, it, at this point is a ve- it's very difficult it's not easy and there's a lot of a lot of introspection that has to happen there's a lot of discussion that has to happen and clearly you've had it with with yourself and with your partner and and one of my fa- favorite things that i've said over the years has been sometimes in order to really know what balance is you have to go through periods of unbalance and mm-hmm. and the only way to really get to a balanced point to know that you're in a balanced point is to have towed the line of going too far and i think yeah. you you towed the line for so long that you drained yourself and and you just you want to enjoy it now you don't want to suffer through it now yeah, um, i think you you put it perfectly in saying you want to consume food you don't want food to consume you and and i think that where you are right now and the steps that you've taken of your own accord is overwhelmingly impressive. And there is zero doubt in my mind that you're going to succeed and that eventually it will get less and less and less with thinking about food and that it's just going to take time. It's like all things. It just takes time and yeah. practice. And there will be times in which you'll you'll have more anxiety and maybe you'll want to download MyFitnessPal. And those will be the most important times for you to really call yourself on it and to and follow your gut and your instinct to do what is right, not what is easy. And and over time, the impulses will become less and less and less, and your relationship with food will improve and improve and improve. But the steps you've taken thus far of being open and honest with yourself, reducing your workout volume and intensity, taking the calorie counting app off your phone, man, you've done everything. Like you are in such a wonderful position and i'm just really proud of you that you've done this all of your own accord i'm seriously it's tremendous no that's really good to hear i was i was just saying like another little thing that i also did that uh, might actually help other people um and I, i know that just from listening to your podcast some people tell their partner about these things and some some don't for for whatever reason but i actually told my partner that she could get my phone and look for my fitness pal and it won't be there at any time so i had that even if i wanted to download it again um i knew that if she looked and it was there i didn't want to let her down absolutely another level of um accountability so she knew that i downloaded it the other day to check the protein i told her that (laughs) um but um, then I, I, I didn't delete it, but that wasn't me trying to hide it from her. And then I just caught myself using it again. And then I was like, obviously, I deleted it then. But that wasn't a, an attempt to sort of hide it from her. But, yeah, I told her that she could get my phone at any point and try and find the app. And That's amazing. If I hadn't told her it was wasn't going to be on there, then it wasn't going to be on there anymore. So that's just an, another little thing that I use that might help someone else. Because I found that really powerful. Because obviously they're one of the last people that you want to disappoint. 
So, um, yeah. I, dude, I, I'm beyond impressed. I, it's funny, you had asked, like, are there any other strategies? And to be quite frank with you, I think that you've got all the strategies. You've got, <laughs> you've got, <laughs> you figured it out, and you're very self aware. You know who you want to, um, you know who in your life is most important. You know how to set yourself up in a situation that will uh, give you the best chance of success, how to hold yourself accountable. Um, how to do the things that are right, not that are easy. Uh, you've got everything down from a principle and theoretical perspective all the way to a practical application perspective. And um, I, I really, I cannot overemphasize how proud of you I am and how impressed with you I am and, and how confident I am in your, uh, your ability to succeed with this and how, w whether it's in three months or six months or a, year, or a year, you and I will hop on another call and we'll we'll discuss how your relationship with food has improved and I, I very am very excited to hear how you're like yeah remember the last time we spoke well like i don't really think about calories at all anymore yeah no i'm very, very excited for that as well and i just like to to um thank you and all the previous podcasts that you've done with with everyone because they were sort of they're a very good port of call for ideas for myself um i listen to them when i'm running get through quite a few so um so, so so thank you for what you do as well and and um yeah it's been well it's been listen great. man th thank you for taking the time to come on and speak with me if i can do anything please do not hesitate to reach out uh i'm sending my love and i hope that you thank and your you. family stay safe and healthy with everything and, and seriously please do not hesitate to reach out to contact me i i definitely want to keep up to date with how you're doing yep. but like please know with every ounce of my being, I believe that you are going to come out of this very, very, very quickly and improve rapidly. And you're going to have a very healthy relationship with food just based on everything you've said. Uh, thank you very much. It's been um, very nice to have a, have a chat with you and just be reassured. Um, and yeah, hopefully you, you stay safe in, in your part of the world as well and that your families are well and hopefully we come out of this sooner rather than later. Amen, man. Well, thank you, my friend. I'll, I'll talk to you soon, okay? Okay, brilliant. Cheers, Jordan. All right, bye-bye. See ya. That wraps it up for this episode of the Jordan Syatt Mini Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Daniel, thank you so much for coming on. I hope you enjoyed the episode. And again, quick reminder, the Inner Circle has literally hundreds of home and bodyweight workouts, whether you're a beginner, intermediate, or advanced, whether you have access to a full gym or no gym at all. Everything you need is in the Inner Circle, www.sfinnercircle.com. Talk to you soon.